the first thing we actually did was I went to Carl's Jr. and got a Beyond Meat burger. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and it was just so good. Cool. So it's hard to get out here. Yeah, I think Burger King has the Beyond they, Burger. Yeah, they have the Impossible, oh, the Impossible Burger, Impossible. which I haven't tried at mm-hmm. Burger King, but like Beyond Meat is like delicious. Yeah, what's the difference between Impossible and Beyond? <laughs> I'm pretty sure Beyond is like, if I'm not mistaken, actual uses actual like enzymes from animal DNA. Maybe something not so crazy, but it tastes and looks just like beef. And then I think Impossible Burger has, like, beet juice to make it bloody. Oh, Um, okay. But, like, Beyond Burger, like, I feel guilty eating it because it's so good. Wait, so you're saying there's actual animal DNA, but it's, like, made in a lab? Nothing died, so (laughs) I don't feel bad. No, I know, yeah. I mean, I think that's a legitimate. (laughs) That's how I want it. That's a weird situation to have to grapple with, though. You're like, I don't eat living things, but then what if this thing was never alive, but it is? Uh, That's kind of how I feel about eggs. Yeah. So, yeah. honey, honey. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it comes from. We just animal. seem to be friends with the animals. Absolutely. Just we can coexist. Just coexist. Just like a bumper sticker. Yeah. We just gotta coexist. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Welcome everybody to Axe in the City, a podcast about the Portland Timbers from three thousand miles away. I'm Sam DeRost, and with me, as always, is the man who loves the Timbers almost as much as he loves Aardvark sauce, Eric Keating. Eric, how are you? I'm doing so good. Yeah. Yeah, fresh back from Portland. Fresh back from Portland. Um, it was. It feels. It feels good to be back. Good, but it was a little rough the first like twenty four hours. Oh yeah, yeah. That just coming from the woods mm-hmm. to JFK to the air train to the E train and transfer at Court Square to the G train. Mm-hmm. That's a rough hour and a half. Yeah, a rough hour and a half that. Is hard not to say hello to people too. I know that every time I come back to the city, I'm like, "Hello," and I'm like, "Oh wait, whoops! I'm <laughs> not trying to out my way. <laughs> I'm not trying to invade your personal space. Yeah. I was just meaning hello." Hey. <laughs> okay. Oh my god, it was rough. Uh, so, what did you miss most about New York, Eric? What did I miss? I missed. If I'm gonna be honest, the mm. only thing I really missed, besides my friends, uh, I missed the Slurpers. Yeah, we both missed the Slurpers home opener. Yeah, our uh, pickup soccer team. Well, not a pickup soccer team. Our rec soccer yeah. team. Rec our co-ed middle division now. Yeah, we got promoted. Um, the Stumptown Slurpers. This is oh, we, we, that gives away where I work now. Oh, well, now it does. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, the Stumptown Slurpers or the Coffee Slurpers, mm-hmm. however, however we are branded Coffee this season. Slurpers Soccer Club. Great. Uh, we, uh, yeah, we had our first game, but Eric and I weren't there. You were in Portland and I was coming back from Mexico on my honeymoon. Sweet. It was awesome. Uh, it didn't stop me from watching the first Timbers game of the year. Obviously we'll get into that in a second, Yeah, yeah. but, um, I did find a very illegal stream on the, <sighs> uh, resorts. Great Wi-Fi. <laughs> uh, it was, it was challenge. I missed the first like 20 minutes or so, but I think I got the gist. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> All right. Eric, I got something here that says Eric NYC tacos and beer. Yeah, I just want to um apologize to the city of New York and our um opinions on Mexican food and the beer scene in the city. I will state that you should never have to pay more than $12 for a burrito. Mm-hmm. But that being said, there definitely is good places to get mexican food in new york and also great breweries so 
I'm going to just list them off. Tacos El Bronco is easily the best taco I've had in New York. Maybe the best I've ever had in my life mm-hmm. in Sunset Park. Definitely recommend. Apparently, Tacos number one in Times Square of all places is amazing. Wait, are you recommending a taco place you haven't even tried? Yes. I'm going <laughs> off of opinions of people from work. I'm just saying. Also... Mark Blinder in Queens yeah. recommends us going out to Roosevelt Avenue. Yeah, he did put us on blast a yeah. little bit about talking bad about the tacos and Mexican yeah. food in New York City. And I just want to state, for the record, that Eric's apology does not speak for the podcast. <laughs> I still think it's trash. I think it's trash. Fair. Uh, no. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I was just in Mexico, and the Mexican yeah. food was much better. It was delicious. I still have a soft spot for that uh, Los Gorditos garbage burrito. Oh. Couldn't find that on the Honeymoon Resort. But uh, regardless, there was a whole night that was like a Mexican fiesta. It was Ooh. so delicious. All right, Eric. I think we've talked about the not timbers enough. I think it's time to get into it. Now, we Let's didn't pod in. in the last week. So no. we do have uh, two games to kind of catch up on yeah. here. The first of which you were at in Portland. I was, yeah. How did it feel to watch them lose? <laughs> <laughs> well, as we said last week, uh, this is the now the third game I've been to when I go home and we lose. Yeah. Um, I think it was the second goal I've seen, and both were from Valeri, which are great. But, like, yeah, losing three games and spending, I mean, oh, at least a grand to go home wow. just yeah. to watch them lose is, you know, some people have worse things in life. I'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. But overall, it felt really awesome to be home. Yeah. yeah. I mean, how you were in the Timbers Army, I assume. Yeah. 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 Chanting the whole time. Yelling every minute that I could. And, but then remembering like, oh, I don't get to do this every weekend because if I go to a bar, I get kicked out. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, I try to like keep up with it. Um, yeah. I think I did okay. Like I definitely lost my voice. Yeah, that's that's my goal every time because yeah. I see one or two games a year in person, and my goal is like I won't have a voice by the end. My goal is to scream the whole time because yeah. it's Timber's Day for me. Yeah, it's not like a Timber's game. It's like the day of the year I get to celebrate. I love. It. I'm right there with you. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, now we haven't. This is the second episode of the podcast. We haven't even yeah. had a lot of opinions, but one of the no. opinions we did have. Was that if Giovanni Severace is going to wear a scarf, it should be a Timbers Army scarf. And Eric, what was he wearing opening day? He was wearing a Timbers Army scarf. Yes, he was. It was, it was awesome. It was beautiful, yeah. Uh, that being said, we know that Gio is kind of superstitious about yeah. his like suit color and, and the way suit. he dresses. And it didn't go so well. And I don't think that bodes well for him wearing a TA scarf in the future. What do you think? Um, I won't wear my Timbers kits anymore to games because we keep losing in them. So I, <laughs> you kinda, share his superstition. Yeah, I kind of do. So now I'm just going to dress plain. Yeah. I, I, I am pretty superstitious too. I'll wear like the same thing, but I never let the losses affect me. I'm like, well, this is just <laughs> what I wear. I show up yeah. and this is how I support the team. Wow. I'm the opposite. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if, it, if we lose, it's all my fault. It's my socks that I'm wearing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it is. Um, okay, so the game was a 3-1 loss to Minnesota. Yes. And if you ju- didn't watch the game or this is your first MLS season and you just read hashtag RCTID, you would think that the sky had fallen, Eric. Yeah. 
It, we were acting like we're, the season's over. It's like, I don't know if you guys have watched the Portland Timbers, but in March, the Timbers don't win. Yeah. Well, they don't. Notoriously terrible in my favorite month. But I think other than LAFC last year, which was technically, I mean, it was in June, this was the first home opener we had lost. Is it's, that right? Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, we lost last year to LAFC, but beginning of the season, home opener, mm-hmm. this is the first one we've lost. Yeah. So it is kind of a bummer. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I, I feel for everyone that got super excited The uh, on on the screen from from what I could tell mm-hmm. on my stream. It seemed like the place was really rocking and mm-hmm. it was super full. And it, it, I mean, the atmosphere around Providence Park is always the best in the league. But yeah, it was unfortunate that those people didn't get rewarded with a with a win. Yeah. Um, and the last time we potted, all we had to go on was a preseason game. Yeah. Where the Timbers lost 3-1 because they couldn't defend at the back post. Luckily, a lot of stuff got figured out. Wait. Eric, am I right about that? Did anything get figured out? I don't think anything got figured <laughs> out, except that our tactics now are let's push every single person up, including the fullbacks, and then they're just going to stay there. And Yeah, fullbacks. Get, get back. Get back. <laughs> Center backs. Get back. <laughs> it was. I feel like, well, I here's yeah. the thing. I feel for Loritz. I think uh, Mabiala is been the best defender for the Portland Timbers consistently other than maybe Nat Borchers, I think. Honestly. I I mean with Ridgie's hot decline. Take. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, that's a hot, yeah. I definitely in the last since we won MLS Cup, I would agree. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Which I, I think Ridgewell, the thing with Ridgewell is like, yes, he was good and had good numbers, but also on the eye test, very inconsistent as well. Yeah. And I just trust Mabiala. Um and he's a great threat going forward on corner mm-hmm. kicks too uh but i think he was just asked to do a little too much yeah he was asked to play right back and center back yeah. and he got he, he got caught in between yeah a couple times um and that was not his fault nor was it clark's fart fart <laughs> <laughs> no was nor was it clark's fart <laughs> but uh clark he um, on that second goal i think is when he like comes out and he doesn't quite get it yeah kind of spills over him i don't i don't fault him for that i think it was he blocked the first chance yeah. of the opportunity, and they're just happening. No, to if be I'm not mistaken, one. I think that was the first goal. Might have been the first. Yeah, goal. and then the second goal was off of a counterattack. Yeah. Um, and then they just and then crossed the third it goal over. was yeah. yeah. It's just no defense, and then when there is defense, they're all caught ball watching. That's yeah. how the last goal happened. Well, let's talk about the Timbers' goal that we did have, which was Valeri's penalty. Yeah, off of. Mora. Mora. This guy in the box. is so good at falling down. <laughs> There's, He's really good at it. And he's like small, and I feel yeah. like that gets a little sympathy. I'm not saying he's diving. I'm saying he's very good at falling he's down. He's doing his job. Yeah. Um, and you can't fault him. For, he got no. kicked in the leg. He got. He, it was a clear foul. Yeah. It was a clear foul. However, I didn't see this live. I saw the clip later of like what happens in what the first like five or ten minutes of the yeah. game. The goalkeeper comes out. And fouls him. It was clearly a penalty. Yeah. I'm a, I am love goalkeepers. They're my favorite. This was a clear penalty. Um, above the goalkeepers, I do love the Timbers, though. Full, <laughs> I'm the most biased. But it was clearly a penalty. And then we got a penalty later that was a little softer. Yeah. It kind of felt a little makeup-y. But it should have been a, a penalty. 
Yeah. And then at the very end, should have been a goal. You were there. Did it seem like it was a goal? Because honestly, from the TV angles, even when you see the tight, it was thing, totally it was a goal. goal. The, we're talking about like the last, the last, minute. Second. yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, here's all my confetti that I've been ripping up all game. Yeah, uh, it was definitely a goal. But at that point, everyone was already like <laughs> depressed, and they called it on the field offside. Yeah, that was wrong. Yeah, that was the wrong thing to do. You're supposed to keep it and then maybe let VAR overturn it. Because honestly, if they yeah. didn't call it on the field, it wouldn't have been overturned. It was. It was like, you know, when you see like a highlight from the Premier League and they're like, VAR sucks. And you're like, yeah, well, when you guys do it, it's really bad. <laughs> they like, they get it like centimeter perfect. Uh, I feel like in America, there's a little bit more leeway, at least how it's been ref. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Is that enough about the 3-1 loss? I think so. It was, I will say this, it sucks to lose. Yeah. Everyone that was there was bummed that we lost. But yeah. to me... It just being there like made me realize how much I do love this team, mm-hmm. and just I think I spent an hour talking to people before the game, like yeah. around the TA, and even in different sections, and it was just cool to like see different friends and people, and um, people that I made on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, I met JP and Zippy from Soccer Touchdown because yeah. I remember Zippy's hat. Yeah, uh, so I was like, "Oh, you're the dude." Yeah, for the shout out. I was a few beers in when I saw him too, so yeah. apologies. <laughs> no, he and he they were super nice on their podcast to yeah. shout us out, and uh, yeah, they are welcome here anytime. And if, if you guys are ever in New York, let's yeah. let's make that happen. Um, but yeah, uh, probably the worst thing though to come out of the three one loss was midweek. We found out that Jorge Moreira has to have knee surgery yeah i don't want to make a joke but he won't be right he back. won't be right back <laughs> no but well actually the, we weren't given a timeline no it could but it no is yeah knee right. surgery yeah i'm so gonna he, assume at least they're like he'll be out for months. the game against nashville like, <laughs> yeah no shit <laughs> yeah You're but, but I, yeah i'd love a timeline it does feel like and this goes to the whole thing where it's like we don't have Jamie Goldberg anymore. Uh, there's no more soccer made in Portland, at least right now. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a lot of that kind of like independent journalism, that mid-tier independent mm-hmm. Timbers journalism that we don't have. We have a good amount of fan podcasts. We're blabbing. Whoop, whoop. Um, there's podcasts that know what they're doing a lot more than we do. Yeah. And then there's like the Timbers like media line, which is like fine, but yeah. you also want somebody being like, Hey, you said that player was injured. When are they going to be back? Like a tough, like a tough yeah. question, I guess. But um, with this organization, sometimes it does feel like that's a tough question. When is this player going to be back? You know, I don't understand how this player had a stomach virus for weeks. Yeah, I was at a just time. about to say that. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, you gotta get checked. Yeah. <laughs> so um, anyway, so that that's uh, a, a real detriment. Yeah. Uh, Marrero was one of the best offensive forwards, <laughs> and. Um, it does. It did feel like our strategy uh, hinged on him in a major way, and it's not a deep part of the roster. Not at all. Yeah. If I hadn't just watched the game, I could not have told you who was coming in. Yeah. But this is March, okay? So he's going to be back before the end of the year. I I think that's pretty clear to say. Oh, they yeah. would have said something if he. Yeah, wasn't. he's not out for the season. No, I hope. But uh, we'll yeah, we don't read know. Twitter again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So he'll be back. Uh, hopefully and and again this is march a loss in march it's not a big deal this happens every 
season for the Timbers. Mm-hmm. I think, honestly, you have no one to blame but yourself for going out for the season opener or expecting a win. What do you think? A hundred percent. I, you know, I visiting family is rad. Mm-hmm. You know, I love them. Friends, cool man. But like, I go out there for the Timbers. Yeah, and I, I do bring the team down, and I apologize. <laughs> no. and I don't know what I need to wear. I don't know what I need to drink that day. If you guys have any ideas of what Eric should be wearing to make sure that the yeah. Timbers win, email us at axinthecity at gmail or get in our direct Twitter messages. All right. Um, Eric, we just watched a game. Yeah. And it was against Nashville, a team that just started playing in the MLS. Hot chicken. Big Western Conference rivals. <laughs> the most Western. Oh, my God. Country Western. It makes sense now. <laughs> this is, all right. This, They're in the Country I'm allow Western it. I'm going to allow it. <laughs> No, but they were just talking. We were talking about, oh, hey, Dax McCarty, uh, he used to be on the Chicago Fire. Hey, David Akam, he used to be on the Chicago Fire. And then we're like, wait, Chicago's in the Eastern Conference and way closer <laughs> to the West. Um, but yeah, it's it's crazy to have this new team be in the Western Conference. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. No, I mean, I know that Chicago's going through their rebrand, but right. I don't think that would affect them going to the West for a year. And it is weird that you start a new team in the hardest, like, division. Yeah. Or the hardest conference to play in. Yeah, I understand you have to keep the conferences even, but I think everyone would... It would have just made more sense to move one of the other teams. Even though I, I looked at the map, depending on who you break up, then you're saying, like, oh, yeah, so Chicago's in this conference, and then, like... Columbus is in this conference and they're like next to each other, you know, and you're like, but that's the line's got to be drawn somewhere. Nashville is Northwest of Atlanta. And let's see, it's, it's more East than Chicago. That's for sure. (laughs) Anyway. Yeah. So, but about the game. Yeah. We won. Woo! I mean, we, I, I wanted to set that up where it's like, we don't win in March because guess what? We won in March. We fucking win in March. So, not only is the sky not falling, we're actually having a great start to the season. We're fine, dude. Yeah. Was it the prettiest game? Absolutely not. No, it wasn't. But you know what the big criticism going into this game was? The Timbers, they're not they're not defending. They're not playing defense. Well, guess what? We played defense from the 24th minute to the 94th <laughs> minute. Gosh damn. After right. we got that goal, we're like, never mind. Nah, Bunker. We don't need to do anything. You guys have to come to us. Yeah. They played exactly how we wanted them to, meaning Nashville. You're going to get 12 <laughs> shots, and you're going to miss every one of them. Yeah. We're going to take three. We'll make one beautiful one. Yeah. You know what? It was a great goal. It was Valeri. so sexy. Yeah, it was awesome. St. Valeri. Oh, man. But, yeah, the Timbers, they said they couldn't defend. Look what happened. We we defended the crap out of that game. Yeah. Eric, how are we feeling about soccer Moses? <laughs> He's fun. I'm, I'm I like in, it. I'm into soccer Moses. I know it's a little silly. I didn't understand why he wasn't with the Nashville supporters. Because he is a Nashville fan, right? From what I saw last week when he was in Nashville, yeah. I would assume he was a Nashville fan. But <laughs> right. if he wants to be a fan of MLS, welcome, my guy. Yeah, I guess. I just feel like that's too soon to move up. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? Like you have to spend a little time with your club. You can't yeah. go like one <laughs> one yeah. game. I'm a meme, and yeah. then the next minute I'm like for the whole league. I'm God. <laughs> not gonna you're, get into no, it. You're Moses. <laughs> Moses. <Yeah. laughs> but out of my reach. So we won in March. We're having a great start to the season. I'll take it. We, on this podcast, on the one episode of this podcast, yep. I asked you, Eric, I said, how long will it take the Timbers to get practical? To stop trying to throw everybody forward and just bunker and counter like we know they can do. And it took one game. One game. <laughs> one loss at the beginning of the season. Everybody overreacted, including yeah. the coaching staff. I'm going to say it. Oh, yeah. I would have been fine with a tie here. I would have been, you know, I wouldn't have loved it, but I think we could have gotten away with that for the process but we're not thinking about the process anymore we got practical i think part of that has to do with the morera injury though yeah all of a sudden this key cog to that strategy is gone you kind of have to adjust Mm -hmm. and who'd they bring in cristoval baby cristoval i like him a lot i decided from that one game i'm like he's really good i like him a lot he doesn't go forward too much no he stays right back he's doing his damn job yeah i love it yeah but when he does have the ball he's running up that right side making it look good i already created a chance yeah 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 all right let's see how terrible you hit me with this mid game and i thought Uh, it was pretty good you did tweet it out the ball with the ball to bang to bang diggy diggy runner with the ball on the right jiggy jiggy my name is chris Duvall. <laughs> hell yeah hell yeah brother <laughs> yeah i i don't know um how many chris rock fans we got up there oh kid that. rock i love chris oh, rock wait oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's right it's kid rock yeah you kept going at my name is chris and i chris, thought it was chris rock I think for a second totally fair i'll let it slide no kid rock sucks i, I think chris it's rock very important sick. to make the distinction between kid <laughs> yeah, rock and chris rock gotta... i think they're pretty different <laughs> yeah. um so the game's looking good. We're defending like it's nobody's business. And then a sub comes in at the 60th minute mark, which is, for Giovanni Savarese, very early. Yeah. 62, it might as well be 15 for him. <laughs> I think in the first game that we're losing by so much, he waited till like the 75th minute or something to sub on an attacker. Mm-hmm. And this time, he only waits to 62 to take off Valeri, the goal the score? Go? Yeah. The the franchise player? <laughs> yeah. It just seemed weird. Yeah. It didn't matter who we put on. I forget who it was. I think it was Paredes. Or... It was Paredes. Which who I love. But yeah. yeah, it's like, why? Yeah. And yeah, it just didn't seem like, it seems like you at least give Valeri to 70. Yeah. An insurance goal would have been nice. There was a couple nervy moments at uh, the end. I would have loved it. Yeah. But I, I, you know, I had predicted 2 0. You'd predicted 2 1. So we were both thinking that the Timbers would have probably gotten another yeah. one. But um, Valeri subbed off. Um, it looks like almost at the 94th minute, like another goal was about to happen. <laughs> I predicted, I was like, oh, the next goal is going to be like in garbage time. It's not even going to matter. But uh, it was very close, very close. But that pass was just a little behind Mora, who again. Yeah. Was doing a great job of falling around, and I, I I don't want that to sound like I'm picking on him. He honestly, I think it's you got to win the ball at certain places. He knows how to use his body, yeah, like Nagby did. Yeah, you know. Except, well, ex- what? yes. <laughs> what do you got? I like Nagby, like legitimately got kicked down. Oh yeah, yeah. Or, well, not be- him or didn't. 
But no, no, no. But I think because Nagby has a freakish ability to hold on to the ball. That's very true. Yeah. And so that people would kick yeah. because usually you can get the ball away. But yeah. when you're a superhuman like Nagby was, you get kicked. For sure. Yeah. Mora does a lot of like he holds the defender back, which is pretty rad. Like he's not as tall as Adi, but right. he has that hold up play and he's able to basically keep the ball away until you kick him. And that's great for a striker, especially when you're in the box. So, But it is weird that we only had three shots on goal. Yeah. Or, sorry, three shots in general. Was it three shots? I'm pretty sure it was three shots to their 12 or 13. That, yeah, that's that's not good. I I mean, it was like, get the goal, get the points. It felt like, I heard pregame that they said, that Savarese said that this was a must-win game. Yeah. It, It wasn't. There was no way we must. I need confidence. I I did think it, like maybe for Savarese, it felt like a must-win game. If well, if there's a like, hot seat, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I think that there is a perceived notion that there's a hot seat, but um, he's the only coach in the MLS era that's ever made the playoffs back-to-back years. So to me, I'm not. I don't. I don't hate that he's not as flashy. I like the practicality. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I joked around, I was like, oh, I think the Timbers are going to get practical. I did not anticipate it being this soon. <laughs> it was so weird, but I'm glad to have the three points, I guess. I'll take it. Larry's yeah. got two goals. That's cool. I'd, yeah. I just want to see the team clicking, I guess, a little yeah. bit more. If we can keep the defense how it was today, build up from the midfield, just start slinging out balls outside the box or get into the final third what would you rather eric one zero win the way we want it today two two tie but jimmy chara and mora have the goals what would make you feel more confident going into the next game i think taking the win even though it's a little sloppy it's it's still it's a boost for the whole team rather than a few players which i hope they do score and yeah of course yeah um but I think as a team, you want to have those three points. Like it did feel like we played like a team today. Yeah, yeah. It Especially was, on the defend, yeah. defensive side. Yeah, so. uh, absolutely. There was coverage for people. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that um, Jorge Viafania is having just a little slow start to the season. Yeah, uh, players have these all the time. I think part of it is the way he looks. <laughs> He's got a really weird look going on. Valeri's got two top braids. In general, my biggest complaint about the Timbers might be the fashion sense. I think the yeah. soccer is just fine. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> so, Eric, I have um, a little trivia I have very few trivia questions, but I was able to find um, stuff mainly from Mike Donovan. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) You know, Um, but I just thought it'd be interesting to do a little Timbers trivia because you know more about the Timbers than anybody I know. Oh, no. Um, Not but these questions are hard. And I made that so that the listeners could also have a moment to see if they know. these. Okay. Okay. Question one. Who is the only Timber? to score in four different postseasons, all eras. Diarana Spria? That is correct. <laughs> Sick. I didn't know if you do that. that I, I think I actually had read that yeah. a while ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These are, the, everything that you're about to hear has definitely been tweeted. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? I do love Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you ready for your second one? Yeah. 
This one was definitely on Twitter, I think, like this week. Okay. Okay. Diego and Yimmy Chara took the field together for the first time for the Timbers. How many pairs of brothers have played for the Timbers at the same time, all eras? Oh. Probably. I don't. This is hard. I'm going to say three, all eras, but I'm just. Yeah, the answer is four. You're very close. Yeah. And the other ones, they are not. uh, MLS era. Yeah, so yeah. Th- this is the one that's, I think, the hardest one. The others are cool, though. Bruce and Brian Gant in the NASL. Um, Dell and Grant Harried? Harried? NASL? Oh, no. <laughs> I can already feel the tweets. Um, and Josh and Sean Saunders in the USL. They played together? Yeah, I guess wow. so. It might have been just for a game or whatever. I didn't okay. read the whole article. I just got the facts. The facts. <laughs> All right, you ready for your third one? You're doing good. One, oh, one, 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 I'll take yeah. it. Okay, here we go. This one's kind of a trick question. <laughs> okay. How many games have the Timbers won since July of 2015 without Diego Chara? Technically won at NYCFC last season. If I'm not mistaken. You are mistaken. The game you're thinking of, because we were both there. Yeah. Chara did come on as a sub. Yeah, but it was like... They tried to make it seem like it broke the record. So it's zero then, right? No. What? Now, the technical answer is one. In uh, LA Galaxy, July 27th of 2019, broke the curse. I believe. I looked it up. Is that the 4-0 win? Yes. That's a... Great way to break. That's yes. right. That's what oh, broke. I was it. at the bar for that one. Yep. All I right, didn't I'll... realize that. I feel like the Timbers should have yeah. made a bigger deal because I went into this going like, I wonder what the deal with the Chara curse is. Do yeah. we still have it? I kind of remembered that it might have been broken, but they tried to make it seem like it was broken in the NYCFC yeah. game, but it wasn't. You Techn- played. Okay. That's... And I remember being at that game going like, don't sub him on. I yeah, want to yeah. see them break the We want to see history. Yeah. Kind of like that hat trick we'll never see. But the other one, which I have been along person of i said july of 2015 because mm-hmm. as you'll remember in november of 2015 or october of 2015 the it, double post game it was the week it was i believe the 26th or 27th because it was we played on that wednesday because i was that double post uh-huh. and then halloween was that weekend and then the next day was the game against vancouver that we tied zero zero because i remember just being like I'm I've been hung over this entire week because of double post yeah. Halloween. Yeah. M- just so much soccer in yeah. like the span of 4 days. Yeah. So Yeah, so I'll Diego start. Chara was suspended for that match. Was he really? I think so, yeah. yeah. I think he got a red card on the last day of the season or something. <laughs> I, I forget or I don't I don't know. But he was suspended for that match and people it goes down in the stat book as a tie. And I yeah. like I'd like you to tell that to any sporting Kansas City fan that they tied uh, that game. Uh, I got almost kind of a fight in the 2018, yeah. 2018 playoffs yeah. at yeah. Smithfield. And this dude's I like, was there. Yeah, that was sick. <laughs> and you know what I said to this dude who was talking trash? Double post. Double post. Double post. Yeah, there's no way that a sporting Kansas City fan yeah. considers that game a tie. No, I'll ask they my won Bryce. the game. It was a penalty kick. They have to decide. Somebody wins a playoff game. I'm yeah. sorry. It doesn't count as a tie. Um, so I count 
from that point on. But still, that is pretty remarkable that since there is only two. That's not two good games. for our future. <laughs> hey, we got another Chara, dude. We're fine. Oh, oh yeah, 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 you're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Next question. Who is the only Timber to score in three different U.S. Open Cup matches in the same season? Ooh. Rodney Wallace. That is incorrect. I'll give you a hint. It was last season. I don't even remember Open Cup last season. We got to the semifinals. We lost against Minnesota. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, because we beat LAFC. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh. I'm terrible. J-Bo. No. All right, who was it? Who scored a bunch of goals last season? Oh, Brian Fernandez. Correct. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I saw that set. I thought that was funny. Yeah. What a what a wild well, time. Those... The open cup is crazy. Yeah. Oh my god, Doug, because he scored against Seattle. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Seattle, LAFC, I think. Uh no, I think that was a one zero win again with Jabo winning oh, it. Because yeah. I met some LAFC fans at the bar and right. had to just say, Hey, we're all friends. Let's just <laughs> come together yeah yeah, uh, yeah i've noticed the theme of this trivia segment is oh yeah that thing of fans i almost got in a fight with them at a bar <laughs> just give them coffee it's crazy <laughs> eric you are the nicest friendliest person i know yeah. but i did almost see you get in a fight at a bar just that kc match yeah that was that was sick though that, was that dude gr- deserved it that was a great game um all right and then this one what a stat hot off the presses okay who what is the old when <laughs> I just I didn't even phrase this question right. <laughs> when is the old what was the oldest lineup for the Timbers ever formulated? Uh if I'm not mistaken, today's it game was, today. was the oldest team we've ever put out on a field. Yeah. yeah. Which ex- which explains why we didn't really push for it, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was crazy. That's a fun stat yeah thanks taylor twelman uh yeah i think that was taylor twelman both of these were definitely um mike donovan and then the chara thing i kind of had to look up i had to figure it out because again not a big deal was made of it and i just Uh, it's a huge deal it's a huge deal we won the championship that year the only you're paying for it still (laughs) yeah that's what i felt like i felt like it was like karma um but really the weird stat with the timbers is the hat trick thing and eric we had talked about it was hard to podcast in the first time because we're just trying to keep the ball in the air and keep the energy That's going. That you end up saying us. things that you're surprised that you even say, and you're like, <laughs> "I can't believe I went on the record like writing that in stone." Yeah. Um. For me, a big example of that was I said that I would only watch the Timbers game if they had won. Yeah. Because I was on my honeymoon, which is ridiculous because I watched it live. <laughs> I never don't watch a game because of the result. Yeah. Um, but you had something about the first Timbers hat trick that you wanted to take back. Yeah. Let's go on uh, the record. I love you, Larry's. I, I just don't think you're going to score the first hat trick in MLS Timbers history. Who do you think is it going to be? I mean, I want to see how Nizgoda does, but I hope it's Jabo. Like, I yeah. really hope it's Jabo. Like, yeah. he gets some starting minutes. Like, either we get into a 4-4-2 or he starts over Mora. But I think if his family is in town, like last year... He's gonna get that third goal, yeah. and we're gonna win it. But oh, man. I would love a Jabo hat trick. Yeah, me too. Yeah. yeah, can we talk about News Goda for a second? Yeah, News God. <laughs> what? 
is happening? I, <laughs> what is happening with him? If it, we had a beat reporter, I'd find out more. I know. That's, that's how I feel. Like, I don't know what's going on with this team. Mm-hmm. He is a DP. Okay. Mora's not. Valeri's not. This guy is. All I've known about him is that he's wearing too many coats in the stands when he's watching yeah, the game. Was, oh, I'm, I want to find out who posted that. They're like, here, what was? It was um, Michael at It's Me Stewie. And he's like, okay, it's not that cold. No. It's 48 degrees in Portland. He's in a winter jacket. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's ridiculous. <laughs> but. but I will say it, it's also funny that he's our DP and on – FIFA, he's the lowest rated of our starting strikers. Oh, there you go. This is the kind of reporting we so, can do. I'm not starting him, that's for sure. <laughs> All right. Now we're going to be looking forward a little bit. Eric, the next game, the Portland Timbers plays against New England, and you will be there. I'm I'm going. Man. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that is two of the first three games of the season you'll actually be at. Which is pretty fun. This yeah. podcast about us being in New York and being geo-blocked isn't resonating as much because you, you're actually just going everywhere. Blowing all my money. <laughs> That's really exciting, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, how uh, Have you been to New England away before? I No, this will be my first time to New England away. Yeah. I've been to Boston, but never been to Providence. So we're going up with uh, Nick... Sam Marcus, Nick Ryder, and Austin Finn, um, and a few other people in a van. We're going to spend the night in uh, in downtown Providence. So yeah, taking about six Gotham Company people in the van, and I think some of the Massachusetts militia people, of course, will be there. Mm-hmm. So that would be really fun to see them because they always come down to New York. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I have no idea what's going to happen. Um, get in – late hangout i think celtic is playing rangers the next morning so i'm going to try and find a pub that's playing it very cool just start pre-gaming at 8 Mm a.m but yeah i'm looking forward to it yeah it's gonna be exciting um i'm happy for you i'll be here just watching it on the tv um but we do have some data on new england because we just played them in the preseason it was the first game we ever talked about yeah. Was a 3-1 loss to New England. Yeah. But as we have seen, the Timbers have played really differently the first two games of the season. Absolutely. They played just like how they played against New England, and then they played like they did today, which was yeah. very pragmatic. What do you expect to come out of? I think I think it's going to be very defensive. We'll do the counterattack game. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got their new DP, Bo, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Bo, and then they also have a new Polish striker, Adam Buxa, who helped them, who scored in the last game in a 1-1 tie with Chicago. Mm-hmm. Uh, that game was actually really fun at the very end. Like, mm-hmm. there was, like, the last 20 minutes of that game was e- both teams were firing off on all cylinders and just coming up short, which is great. Yeah. I wanted a 1-1 draw, so they feel like they're playing good, but mm-hmm. then also, like, eh, if we lose, it's okay. Yeah. Um. Besides Bo, though, who did – fairly well against us i i feel good counterattack and uh who's their coach now u.s men's old uh, bruce arena bruce arena yeah so my theory is if we play like trinidad and tobago <laughs> yeah we're gonna win two to one yeah no problem there we got it yeah uh yeah i wonder will there be any players that were in that game no 
All right. Um, yeah, thankfully, no. I, I do think that the Timbers being practical uh, will get them a lot of results on the road. Yeah. Um, I'd be I'd be totally fine with a tie. A loss is not going to be the end of the world. We already have more points in March than we usually do, so uh, we're fine there. Um, it, it would be nice to see the team clicking a little bit yeah. more. But I think that that will come. Uh, the MLS, it's a long season. It's so long, dude. It's so long. But then the off season somehow is even longer now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I but, mean, yeah. When we get to the playoffs, I've got some things to say about the playoff format. I know everyone <laughs> thinks it's better now. I liked it the way it was. I'll get into that later. Um, but uh, yeah. Uh, last week, we predicted the scores for the season open. Mm-hmm. And you said 3-2 Timbers. Yeah. And you were wrong. I, and definitely. I said 3-1. And I just got the team wrong. <laughs> yeah, so you, <laughs> you win this week's round. But it's important that we go on the record with specific score predictions. Eric, yeah, Timbers at New England. What do you got? Uh, 2-1 win. Let's keep Valeri rolling. Mm-hmm. Another goal from him. And goal from Blanco. Yeah. Yeah. I think both in the first half. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds good. Uh, I will go with a 1-1 tie. Okay. 1-1 tie. And I think that uh, Chris Duvall gets the goal. <laughs> and Chris Duvall gets it. Let's start that chant. And yeah, Bob with ball. What is it? Duvall with the ball. Duvall with the ball to bang to bang, diggy diggy, running up the right, jiggy jiggy. I'm still working on it. But we, got, we got it. My we name got- is Chris. <laughs> Rock. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, yeah, I will say one one. Uh, that's the tie. And I will say that Chara gets another yellow card. He'll go three for three at the beginning of the he season. He will be suspended for the fifth game. I think it's five yellow cards you're suspended. Yep, that yeah. sounds right. He will get his fifth one right before the Seattle game. That's yeah, my that's, prediction. That's uh, pretty much par for the course. <laughs> yep. Uh, all right, we like to end the show here with our top three. And today we're going to be talking about the top three things that we like about New England or the Boston area, I guess. Yeah. All right. So, uh, Eric, what's your number three thing that you like about the Boston area? Uh, I loved Kevin Garnett in the movie Uncut Gems. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely amazing acting from yeah. somebody who's never done it. Yeah. And if you haven't seen that movie, I highly recommend it because it was my second favorite movie of the year behind Jojo Rabbit. Nice. Nice. My number three favorite thing about Boston slash the New England area is the Boston cream donut. It's not the best donut, but it's one of my favorites. If I'm going to have a donut, a Boston cream is a nice change of place. I do like a a filled donut, and I feel like the Boston cream is the best for that. Respect. (laughs) Yeah. Love it. Eric, what's your number two favorite thing about the Boston area? Um... Ghost tours. I went to a ghost tour uh, last last year for my sister's birthday, mm-hmm. and me and my mom, Lindsay, and myself did a tour around downtown Boston and went to different grave sites and different creepy parts of the city. And they talked talked about the Boston Strangler, which I don't know if it was real. I'm sure it was. Maybe it wasn't. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm not from Boston, but it was really cool. Mm-hmm. And they showed me like the house that um. Uh, the Cthulhu author lived in H.P. Lovecraft. Yes, yeah. So I was like, "That's pretty cool." Yeah, that is cool. How does it compare to the Shanghai Tunnels? I'm I have yet to do it, even though the Shanghai Tunnels. Yeah, me either. Oh no. Does that make us bad Portlanders? No, because it's like 
living in New York, you're like, um, not gonna. Yeah, I've never been to the Statue of Liberty. Yeah, I've just Ooh. taken the Staten Island. Exactly. Ferry. Yeah. yeah, it's one of those things. When you live there, you're like, I'll do it eventually. But hey, maybe next time we're both home together, then we get lost in the Shanghai Tunnel. Let's do it. Sounds yeah. good. Let's go. All right, my number two favorite thing about the Boston, uh, New England area is probably uh, Irish punk music. Like Dropkick Murphys and Flogging Molly. I don't know if they're both from Boston. I assume they are. Um, that that I just think it's a fun style of music, Eric. <laughs> That's so funny because I was about to say Boston hardcore. <laughs> is that what so, that is? Yeah. Or no, that's like fl- or uh, yeah, different style of music. But oh, okay. Boston also had like a really good hardcore scene. Oh, okay, cool. Um, game. This is great. Yeah. All right. What about you? Number one favorite thing about the Boston oh. area. My number one Boston thing is skateboarding in Boston. I've never personally skated in Boston, but there is such a good skate scene. And if you ever grew up in the 2000s, you knew about PJ Ladd and PJ Ladd's wonderful, horrible life. And that might be my favorite thing from Boston. Are you going to skate while you're there? I don't know. I don't know what the skate scene is in Providence. Mm Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I skated last week. I skated the week before. I'm getting back into skating. Mm-hmm. I'll pick it up. I'll bring my board. See what happens. Nice. Thanks. Yeah, thanks for the support. I'm going to bring my board to Bo- Providence. Yeah, you should. Yeah. If you guys are in Providence and are listening to this somehow, <laughs> hit up my boy Eric. Make sure he gets some skating in. Yeah, he show me a bank. <laughs> Do a kickflip. Uh, I would say my number one favorite thing about the Boston area is that that is the area where uh, my wife spent a good amount of time uh, professionally. So I'm copping out with my wife's former home. Not that she's even from there. She's more from the New York area. But uh, she uh, we went up to Boston and she showed me around a lot. And it was so fun. It's a it's a great, uh, great area. Terrible soccer team, though. Absolutely terrible. Nothing compared to the Portland Timbers. I believe they've lost all five of the MLS Cups they've gone to. Yes. Whew. Sounds like my Buffalo Bills. <laughs> hey, hey All right, you guys. Thank you so much for listening to Acts in the City. Um, Eric and I want to thank you guys so much for getting this far and uh, hit us up on Twitter. Um, we have music upcoming, and really the thing that's really holding us up right now, Eric, is we don't have like one of those signature sign-offs you know we don't have a good like catchphrase at the end of the podcast and i'd like to open that up to anyone who's listening right now if you guys can come up with a good thing that we should say at the end like you know we're just forever green and gold or whatever honestly we've been pitching them and all of them are bad we can't come up with one single good one so if you guys have any ideas we'd love to do that um please talk to us throughout the week we love to hang out and talk timbers um So that being said, uh, I'm Eric. (laughs) I'm Sam. (laughs) My name is Chris Duvall. Duvall. Cheers.
mom picked us up and we hung out with my sister's new kitten. Oh, named, really? Yeah, named Marnie. What kind of cat? I mean, cats don't have kinds. <laughs> yeah, it's a black and white, <laughs> orange calico. Oh, it's a calico. I don't know. I don't. That's like the only type of cat there is. There's like tabby cats. Yeah. And then there's calico. And then there's like cats that are one color. So it's kind of like Arabica and Robusta coffee. Mm. Mm-hmm. Two of the same thing, but different. <laughs> I don't know. 